Baby girl, won't you come and hold my hand? Won't you come and chill out with the Virgo? Hey girl, just come and hold my hand. Won't you come and just chill with the Virgo? Sipping on Merlot, you ain't gotta be my girl though. I drop you off at Willoughby and Merlot. Smash with the Virgo, ain't got to take a shirt off. You see me convince your homegirl. Tender Tales grab bag. Tender, tender, tender. Tender Tales. I'll just keep it very layman's terms. Yeah, keep it light. Yeah, I'll keep it light because, you know, she's from the projects and I don't want her to roll up in front of my building with her family again. <laughs> again? Um, Wait. Yeah, she had an iPhone. We were hanging out at her house like we do. And the iPhone fell because i was djing through my phone and i just like knocked her phone and it fell on her uh cement floor the phone broke of course i was extremely apologetic i'm like i'm sorry my bad she was like oh my god now we're high at this point so i guess she did, it didn't really hit her to the next day so the next day i call her because i paid for our marijuana and she was supposed to give me the change because the weed man didn't have change so she was supposed to give me the $10 back. So I called her like, yo, I'm, when I get off work, I'm coming uptown now. I was dead broke. It was in between paychecks. So I'm like, I need that $10. Right. She felt as if the $10 was just due to her because of her cell phone cracking. And I was just like, what is $10 going to do to getting your whole phone fixed? Because I asked her like, yo, I'm coming uptown to get the money. And she's like, oh, um, no, I'm just keeping it because this needs to go toward getting my phone fixed. And I'm like... Do $10 to get your phone fixed that you're telling me Apple's going to charge you a hundred and something dollars. Right. And you're my friend, one of my close friends. You know that I wasn't getting many hours at the job I was working. So why would you want to take my last $10 when it wasn't yours? It was mine through change of the weed that I purchased for the both of us. Right. <laughs> so she felt like the $10 was hers. I went uptown like, I'm going to figure out how to get your phone fixed. She wanted a brand new phone. I'm like, I can't afford a brand new phone. I can pay to get your screen fixed. But she was like, no, I can't. Apple's saying that there's a piece that only they have and it can't get fixed unless it comes through Apple. And she just was like losing her mind like a spoil you brat, like screaming and hollering like, ah, I just want a new fucking phone. Oh my God. Like losing her shit. So I'm like, okay, Misty, I just want to know, are you going to give me my $10? At this point, we're in, her, <laughs> we're in her mother's apartment. I'm like, are you going to give me my money? And she's like, no, this needs to be toward my phone. So I was like, you know what? Cool. Now, I'm being really short with this, but this was like over a two-hour argument or like an hour and a half argument. So I'm just like, you know what? You're not hearing me and you're adamant on your stance. And, and I, I damn sure ain't hearing you. Right. So, and yeah. I'm like, really not hearing you. So I left. And at that point, I was just really done with the relationship as friends. She felt like texting me after I left, like, I know you upset right now, but I'm going to still need the money for my cell phone. Bitch, you got me all the way fucked up. I'm not giving you nothing. Never mind the fact that we were friends. And you know you would have got a new phone. Like, I would have got her a new phone. Because right. right after that, I upgraded. I just needed you to give me some time, and she wasn't trying to be patient. Right. So, uh, 
Keep that ten dollars. Keep <laughs> keep your shitty ass friendship and stay the fuck over there. Then some time progressed. I had went to her project building to pick up weed from the weed man after like some months. And I guess she's seen me and she texts me like, Oh, um, what's up, Charles? What are you gonna do about my phone? And I'm like, I'm not doing shit about your phone. Like you're not getting nothing from me. You felt like you just could shit away our whole friendship and my last fucking ten dollars, bitch. Like you knew I was broke. Why would you want right. to do that to me? And I'm not saying, yo, I'm not getting you shit for your phone. I'm just saying, give me a minute. Like I was in the process of moving out of my mother's house, and it just was a lot going on. And that was another right. thing stressing me. Like, damn, I didn't fucked up my friend's phone, but I would have got her fucking phone fixed. I tell her I'm not getting her shit. Like she's not getting nothing from me. I don't give a fuck how she feels. She has her mother text me. She has her little gang banging boyfriend at the time text me she has her, <laughs> un- her uncle texting me everybody's texting me and threatening me so like if you recall because sydney you responded like shorty you looking real thirst out here when i posted it <laughs> when i posted it like what three years ago on instagram like i'm being harassed by this girl and her mother and <laughs> i really don't know how to handle this situation and so you know, she, the mother jumped in like, oh, pay your debts. Like, bitch, no, that's not my debt. Your daughter phone broke and she could get her phone fixed if she could have been a little more mature and diplomatic about the situation. But she didn't want to be. She right. wanted to be ghetto and project. So I handled <laughs> you like I felt was a necessity. I left you alone. <laughs> I left her the fuck alone. Then I see her again now. It's like a year has passed, right? Right. A whole fucking year. I'm standing on 125th in front of Dills, the high-end 99-cent store. Yes, high-end. She sees me, and she makes a beeline across the street, you guys, (laughs) to, like, fucking bump the shit out of me. So, like, she bumps me, and I turn around like, Misty, what's wrong? Like, are you kidding me? What's the problem? And she's like, don't fucking touch me. You was calling my mother a thought. I'm like, what? Wow. I'm like, I called your mother a thought. What makes this so funny is that the girl is, like, literally four feet tall. Charlie is, like, six five, like, a better. Wait, wait, Charlie, do you know her sign? She's an Aquarian like me. Wow. <laughs> That's why we were friends. Y'all she, be holding grudges like that? I don't hold grudges like that. Like, honestly, I don't. Her other planets, those other signs. Yeah, like Shada, don't try. You be holding grudges like that? What's up? You know it takes me a minute to really, like, relax, but it don't take too long. I just need a day. You know? Yeah, like, I just you, need a day. I just I need, need a it day. It depends Sydney on what you do. Sydney just be trying to jump right in right after the fact. And I'm just like, yo, like, can I just have this moment real quick? Yeah, no, we do. As a fellow Aquarian, I feel the same way. Like, I just need a day to sort through my emotions. And then I'll be good. And then, yeah, and then I'll be good. She held on to this shit, but I feel like she (laughs) she mainly held on to it because I was so easy to curve her ass. Like, I just stopped fucking with her out the jump. And I was her only friend. She ain't have no friends. Danny was back and forth between Syracuse and Brooklyn and Harlem. And I was her only friend. And I really appreciate, like, let's not get it twisted. Like, I appreciated her. I fucked with her. But that shit over a phone, her family took it to a whole nother level. Like, the mother was (laughs) clean. I was I needed somewhere to eat she was feeding me that's really it's really surprising that as an Aquarius she wasn't really 
down to just handle her battle herself like how she yeah. had everybody else coming in like I well she's I think- in the she's an aquarium project hybrid so you gotta you gotta keep that in mind <laughs> it's a different mindset seriously Jesus. it's just honestly seriously but she like you know her mom was now i just like i want to be petty fuck it we got an hour I was working at Starbucks and I was OD blessing her mother with erratica bean coffee. Okay. Like, <laughs> OD setting shorty up with coffee because we got to throw it out. You know, it can't right. be on a shelf for a long amount of time, but that doesn't mean it's bad coffee. So when they was throwing coffee out, I was bringing this lady buckets in. I was grounding the coffee up for her because she don't got a grinder. Like I was dead looking out for y'all. And every time I came to her house, I had a bottle of Pepsi because I know that's what she liked to drink. <laughs> Look at now! Look at now! Od. So when y'all lost your mind over an iPhone, it just made no sense to me. Like I was extremely taken back behind that. Like you're gonna lose our whole friendship. Yeah. Like we was doing mad shit together. That was my bestie. I fucked with her, but after her phone, she lost her mind. So now I see her in front of the deals. She comes across the street, beelining it, bumps the shit out of me. I'm like, what the fuck is wrong? Like why are you acting like this? It looks like you got a new phone. So why are you still mad? <laughs> She like, no, fuck out here, fuck out here. So I walk away. Now she's following me, you guys. Keep in mind, I'm 6'3", and she's 5-something. Like, she's 5'1". Yeah, five five like, very low. Yeah, at very the lowest low. tier of the fives. Bro. Yeah. Like, very low. And so she's fucking following me. Now I'm getting frustrated because I'm, like, I'm not going to hit no girl. One. Two, I'm definitely not going to hit this project hoe because she's going to have everybody <laughs> in my motherfucking face. And I'm just like, come on. Like, I'm really bigger than this at this point. But you really getting out of line. She was pushing me. I'm not about to run from Misty, but I was walking away from her. <laughs> and she was like all up on me. And she was with her cousin, whom her cousin is a level-headed city-working gal. And I'm like, <laughs> you know, can you get your cousin? And she's like, she don't even want to get involved because the chick is so irate. I get in the cab because I'm on the phone with my mother. Like, you know, she's losing her mind. My mother's like, get in the cab. She's following you because she's trying to get her family. <laughs> sure enough, I get in the motherfucking cab driving back to my house because we've walked an avenue across and a few blocks down. I see her mother in front of the African hair braiding spot like, we going to get you, Charles. We going to get you. I'm like, what the fuck? Like, I've, I've slept in your house. I've had conversations with this lady. They're like, treating you like a stranger. Like a straight stranger over an iPhone. I wasn't bad mouthing Misty in the street like, fuck that bum ass bitch. Like, I wasn't doing any of that. I was just leaving her alone. And she was so freaking mad. I get to my building. My mother's like, I want to call the cops because my mother works for the homeless shelter. And she's like, I'm not trying to get involved with no police being called. Because, you know, like a fight break out. It's going to be drag out, knocked yeah. down. And my mother's like, I'm not trying to get involved. And I damn sure wasn't trying to get shot for the police. Because I'm keeping myself calm at this point. But if I wild the fuck out, I'm biting ears off. <laughs> I'm losing my fucking mind. Because I got to defend myself as a man and then a gay man. Because you know they're going to try to go extra hard. Her uncle, <laughs> me and my mother are getting ready to leave out the building. Her fucking uncle is walking up <laughs> on my building with baseball gloves like they ready to do me in. <laughs> Yo, I'm like, are you kidding me? 
They in front of the building like, come the fuck out, Charles. Come the fuck out. Like, I'm an ex-ballet dancer, okay? I went to really oh, good public schools. My mother has been working for the shelter system for a long time. Like, right. I live in a private tenement building. She's really scaring me at this point. Like, I know I can take her, and I wasn't afraid of the uncles. I was more so afraid of what my mother going to be doing and who's going to be filming this outside. That's really what my concern was. So reputation, like, reputation matters. Yes, reputation, reputation everything. everything. So we behind the door, they on the other side of the door, going off the uncle, like, I need to talk to your son. My mother's like, for what? He's like, I need to talk to him. She's like, no, he put his hands on girls. I'm like, she hit me. I didn't even fucking touch her. Like, are y'all listening to her? They like, fuck you, bitch. Fuck you. Like, just losing their mind. Now, when it was all done, I don't know if you had this same issue, Shayna. After you've kept your calm and you've played the bigger person, because like Michelle Obama said, when they go low, we go high. Right. So, but when it's over, you like, I could have done this, that, and the third. It was a fire extinguisher right by me. All I had to do (laughs) was just cool, lay hot asses down. (laughs) You know? Like, that's all I had to do. Bash the uncle in the fucking face with it. Like, I could have done so much, but it's like... It's it so always comes like, to you after, bro. After, like, I <laughs> yeah. could have really... We could have went to war. But I didn't want to do that because at the end of the day, she angry, but I don't have to treat her the way she's treating me. I appreciated the friendship we had. She brought me out to Syracuse University. I met people like you guys. We had a good run. It was a good run. But <laughs> I know... I mean, ran out. That racist run. Yes, so the two fellas are... Scotty and Leo. Scotty, he's a Sagittarius. Leo is obviously a Leo. And turns out these guys are a highly compatible pair. Now, before this even happened, we knew Scotty's orientation, sexual orientation, no doubt. But Leo... Right off the bat. We didn't know because Leo gave us very bisexual... Basically, Leo was flirting with Shayna and I, and we couldn't understand why he was being so flirty because it wasn't adding up like his vibe was not adding up with his actions and we just we couldn't you know really get why and it was actually making me uncomfortable because I wasn't into it I didn't like him flirting with me and it was kind of like stop don't exactly so I finally bought Scotty around to an event that Leo was attending and I introduced the two of them And, you know, like, turned out, like, we all just started chatting, having a good time, drinking, doing all those things. And I just noticed that these two, they they just seem, I don't know, their chemistry seemed to be very interesting and very, uh, like, this is possible. Like, they make a very cute couple, but I just wasn't sure if, you know, didn't want to offend anyone. So I didn't want to go do that straight up. I just continued to observe. And last because night. at this point at this point leo is still giving up the hater blocker like no i like girls i'm totally into girls that's what he's saying never, Those are his words Those are, or that's he what he's never, telling us he never really mentions like the guy part he just always talks about girls right so anyway uh during the whole event he complimented my friend scotty on his bracelets that he was wearing like they were just you know the cute little beaded bracelets scotty was like 
oh, do you want one? And Leo's like, really? I can have one? And he's like, yeah, of course. Gives him one and he wears it. And it's just, you know, that exchange alone, like it just wasn't giving me hetero It wasn't giving vibes. you hetero vibes, you right? No, so. it wasn't. So I was like, mm. fast forward to me seeing him wearing the bracelet at another event, like keeping his bracelet close to heart. I see. And then fast forward again to last night, I invite Leo out because I knew Scotty was going to be out. And I'm like, I have to figure out a way to get these two in the same place to kind of vibe together and figure out to get without intruding at all, just letting them do their thing and him get a feel of what's really going on. So what right. better way to do that than for all of us to just kind of hang in WeHo? Because we know WeHo is like the city of, you know, where all the gays kind of hang out, have a good time yeah. and drink. It's a really good area. So, and I know if I'm going there, I'm going to get drunk and the drinks are going to be decently priced. Right. Go there. He comes out and I don't know, I just, it was four of us there, like two. It was me, Africa, and then like Scotty and Leo. So we we were all out in WeHo and um, I just, I take Africa, I was like, Africa, let's go check the car really quickly. And I leave these two together. And by the time I return, these guys disappeared. I didn't even know where they went. And before I disappeared, I'm sure to let uh, Scotty know, like, listen, uh, whatever you do, do not go to the... Um, do not just take him to the Abbey now. I don't know if you guys know, but the Abbey is a really like uh, gay club, period. And I was like, we need some kind of transition where it's a drunken night and we could just do this. So, but it turned out when we returned from checking the car, they were at the Abbey together. They were at the super gay bar. They and were they at were the Abbey a great and they time. didn't need a transition. And they sent me a snap because I took too long. They sent a snap saying oh you guys left us and we didn't we just kind of you know trailed but they off were like a they bit. were like semi hugged up in the snap right semi hugged up in the snap and mm. also i spoke to scotty after the fact and he said that you know like he confirmed that he's open and he's oh kissed my. a guy in the past and he's they were dtf walking, baby they were walking down santa monica boulevard and with uh hands interlocked so it just seems like things are good however the only plot twist is scotty had a little bit too much liquid courage last night <laughs> and it became a point where he was so inebriated he couldn't even move and <laughs> leo had to do a lot of like lifting a lot of heavy lifting because it was almost like dealing with a corpse you know so not a corpse we just hope that he somehow redeemed himself between last night and today because i hope so because we really want this to work scotty woke up in the morning very embarrassed about everything that he did because i made sure to snap the entire experience so there's this one guy who I definitely was like, wow, he's a handsome fella, you know, mm-hmm. super attractive. And we hung out. And as we were talking, he said, you know, when someone says, oh, you are the epitome of love or whatever. He says, epitome. 
<laughs> he said epitome instead of epitome. Oh. <laughs> it really. She's crying. <laughs> hurt me. It hurt me. Because I was like, damn, bruh. Like, I really. <laughs> So, Miss Donna, what would you do in a situation like that? Would you just be like, forget you? Like, I don't even want to deal with you. Because you can't even. Oh, my God. You know, like, or. First of all, my mouth would have just said epitome. It would just would have come out automatically. And I would have let, kept on going. She didn't correct him. You didn't correct him. I would have corrected him. And then that might have been the last night we would. That might have been it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, you meant epitome? Or I would have like, epitome. And then said, okay, I'm listening. But epitome. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Girl, listen. I mean, obviously at this point. The attraction is no longer there for me because I'm like, damn. Totally confused. Words matter. Yes, they matter. (laughs) Words matter. Hey, ladies. Here's my Tinder tale. I wanted to start by saying that I've always been skeptical about meeting strangers online. As normal as it seems in today's world, I still think back to childhood TV shows and real life instances in which crazy slash dangerous people use the internet to basically kidnap slash sexually assault children and women. Damn, that's like, (laughs) okay. (laughs) Despite that, my boredom ultimately led me to try out Tinder and at the very least reassure myself that there are some fine young men in my city. Mm. So she says, I came across this guy who I found to be very attractive and he was a marijuana smoker. So that was a plus for me. We linked up to match blunts at a park near his friend's house where he was staying while he waited for his next military assignment. As we walked through the park, he casually mentioned that we could go to his house and smoke. But his friends were currently, quote, doing lines And he didn't do coke and wouldn't feel comfortable having me in that environment, end quote. Coke lines or not, I wasn't going inside his house with him because we just met. More importantly, I'm thinking that if your friends do coke, you probably do too. Something about the way <laughs> something about the way he said it also led me to believe that if I would have said I wanted to go in on the coke party, he would have been ecstatic. <laughs> it, was as if, <laughs> it was as if he was just trying to get a feel of my views on the drug. He assured me all do, all he does is Zam, she weed. read all that? Right. She read, she read deep with one sentence. Um, He assured me that all he does is smoke weed, however, so I tried to control my skepticism. During our smoke session, we talked and I learned that he was a Libra like myself. I thought, cool, another plus. But then our light conversation went left and got uncomfortably deep when he started to tell me about his childhood and adoption. I'll spare the details and just say that his life story almost brought me to tears. Although he had experienced so much adversity and his smile and vibe was still so pleasant that it intrigued me. Fast forward a couple weeks and he hits me up to smoke one evening. I agreed. He and a different set of friends, a couple, a a, a girl and a guy, a couple, came to get me and we headed to their house. 
As we're riding, his friend's girl turns to him and says, do you want to cop some more boom before we go home? He responded, nah, I'm good. Okay, pause, pause. <laughs> Shane, you know what bunk is, right? Nah, bruh, nah. You don't? You don't? I'm a guest, but go on, please. Okay, I'm not going to say what it is yet. I'll say what it is then. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Okay, <laughs> so she says, I immediately turned out the... <laughs> She says, I immediately look out the window while I try to confirm myself if I heard correctly. He then, he then turns to me and says, quote, I told her I don't do that shit. I say, huh? Playing dumb. And he goes on to explain explain to me what bunk is as if I wasn't raised up on trick daddy. At this point, I'm thinking to myself, this nigga thinks I'm retarded. Not because he assumed I don't know what bunk is, but because... But because he tried me like I didn't hear her ask if he wanted to get some more keyword more (laughs) implies that you already had some (laughs) as much as I wanted to tell them just drop me back off. I decided to just go with the flow at least until I do what I came to do, which was get high off bunk free weed. As we get to we get to their house and I roll it my blunt on the patio. His friend's girl comes back out and asks him something in private. When he comes back to where I am, he's complaining that she keeps bothering him about the bunk. Apparently, she wants some very badly, but has no money for it. According to him, (laughs) according to him, she needs to speak to him in private because she wanted to make a deal with him. That if he bought her some more bunk, she would fuck slash suck him. Uh, oh my god! <laughs> oh, this is this is his friend's girlfriend. This tender tale is is cr- wild. Oh a roller coaster. Okay, so oh. at this point, I'm just questioning how the fuck did I end up with these young junkies and why I didn't just go home when I still had the chance. By this time, it's late in the night and not one Uber or Lyft driver is available because of the area they lived in. Then I noticed this nigga sweating bullets in the middle of a cool ass autumn night. He was so hot that he halfway undresses and, and offers for me to do the same if I want. I decline with a nah, I'm good, as I continue to watch his ass, blunt in one hand, taser in the other, (laughs) unbeknownst to him. So basically, (laughs) shoddy strap, shoddy strap, she ain't playing no games with these niggas. Right, that's how you have to handle it. Right, okay. He starts telling me that I already, that things that I already know, like how sexy I am, etc. How he would love to feel me about his kid, how much he hates his baby mama, blah, blah, blah. I'm just smoking, having full conversations with my head, in my head about how this nigga tweaking, how I will go about killing him and getting away should he decide to get too crazy. He tells me how hard his dick is off the side of me. Oh my goodness. Now I this say, is getting like. <laughs> this is like the craziest story ever. Okay. Then she says, I say, oh, let me see. So he pulls this <laughs> little dick out and it's flaccid as fuck. Ooh. I laugh out loud. We don't like can- flaccidity. 
<laughs> I laugh out loud as he continues to tell me how hard it is if I'm not looking at it. He proceeds to try to convince me to let him fuck me. He's using every line in the book and I'm just not going. Then he starts to jump up from being cool and normal to being a bit more aggressive and energetic with his advances. Tries kissing on me, tries to eat me out. I'm just like, nah, bruh, chill. After seeing I'm still not going, he relaxes for a while, but then he starts again. He starts to switch up between these two polar approaches so fast that I'm convinced this fool's on one. Then he mentions that he popped some Molly earlier in the day, which explains this sudden mood change. At this point, I'm growing annoyed <clears throat> because he's blowing my high because there's still no Uber or Lyft showing up on my radar that I've been refreshing, refreshing every two minutes. His friend has <laughs> so gone she, to... She's trying to get up out of there. She's like, trying to get up out of there. She said, his friend has gone to sleep by now, so he can't take me home. I actually thought about stealing the car to get away from this nigga who was clearly tweaking on Molly. On top of that, there are no more blunts. So I don't trust the cleans- cleanliness of their bong, so smoking isn't an option. I sit up for hours refreshing the Uber app during the entire time he's having mood slash personality swings and still trying to get me to fuck his limp dick. I'm so blown. Finally, he he falls asleep and soon after the sun starts to rise, I spot an Uber and request it with quickness. I make it home and vow not only to delete my Tinder account, but more importantly, to simply make better decisions to avoid crazy people and potentially dangerous situations. Luckily, I wasn't harmed in any way. The next day, he calls me to apologize for how he was tripping the other night and he's usually a cool dude. I found out my dealer accidentally gave me meth instead of Molly that night. But if you want to hang out sometime, just let me know. I responded with a, oh, okay, and hung up. I sat there briefly trying to figure out how this nigga really just casually told me he accidentally (laughs) took meth and expected me to believe that it was the first time accident. I proceeded to block him in every way I could and tell myself to do better with the decisions I make. Gotta pay attention to early warning signs like the first time he mentioned his friends do coke. Can't give these fools the benefit of the doubt or second chances. Cut them. Signed, Big Booty Judy. Yeah, so I know this is this is going to be the culmination of my three-part saga. Ooh. My, my mini-series. Mm-hmm. That was um, just a brief recap. The first part was the engineer. We went out on a date. It was really cool and fun, but, like, that was it. We just never really talked after that. Then John Doe came to the picture and ever so coincidentally, he was friends with the engineer and there was like kind of like a little teeny white lie and then like a cover up and it just kind of backfired. But we worked through it. You know, we worked through it and we were good. So to this point, me and John Doe are like, fine, we're doing good. He's you know, we're spending a lot of time together. We're hanging out all the time eating out, doing this, doing that, whatever. So there was this concert in town and I saw the tickets for it on his refrigerator. So I'm like, oh, who are you going to this concert with? Because it was a rapper that I like too. 
And he was like, my cousin, like he quickly just responded with his cousin. He lives with his cousin, this, this chick or whatever. So I'm like, all right, that seems, that seemed totally logical. Like didn't think anything of it. Day of the concert comes around and I'm like texting him before and I'm like, make sure you snap so I can see, you know, how the concert is, blah, blah, blah. So I go on to snap and look in his story and there's a girl in his story. And it's not just like a girl like, hey, this is my friend. Like, this is a girl that Mm, I was was in the crowd with. They They was was hugged hugged up. up. Like, he was standing behind her Mm. and like snapping, selfie snappy from the front and like all in her neck and shit and like all behind her ear and shit. Uh -uh. And I was like, oh, hell no. Like, I had one of my girlfriends follow him on Snap to confirm like what if to make sure what I was seeing was Right. 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 And she confirmed. And so I was started plotting, like, how am I going to approach this? Because I'm not comfortable with it. I don't know what I should say, but I'm going to try to be calm about it. I'm not going to lash out. You're not my boyfriend. Like, I'm not going to lash out on you. But I do want to get to the bottom of this. So I played it very cool. Like, act like I didn't know nothing. I ain't hear nothing. I ain't see nothing. I just went over to his house, like... Hey, what's up? Everything's going all fine. We're all snuggled up. Da, da, da. And uh, I don't really remember how I like integrated it into the conversation, but I brought it up and I was just like, so what's up with that? And he was like, I knew you were going to say something about this, mm. but he was ready it, with the lie. He was ready. He was like, it's nothing like that was my friend who I bumped into at the concert. Hadn't seen in a while. And I'm sorry that I didn't snap my other friends who were there. I'll be sure to make sure I snap everybody. Uh, see, you I done go. fucked up right there. John Doe. <laughs> he explaining too much. Too much. Lies. <laughs> too much explanation. Right. Lies. So remember when I said, you know, I, I at that point I was just like, you know, this Negrito lying, but I'm not even I don't feel like going any further with this because I see what type of Negrito you really are. So that was it was I was done with it. I was like, whatever. Went to lunch, came back to the crib. And remember, I told you before he went to the concert with his cousin. Right. So his mm-hmm. cousin is home. And me and her talking, like, me and her, were, she was she was a homie for a little bit. And we're talking, and then, obviously, he hadn't let her know what the plan was going to be. Oh, damn. He didn't preface her and let her know, you know, you was with this me. This Negrito here. Right. What? Messy, lazy, sloppy, all that. Ooh. So, He's trying to text her the plan because we just walked in the house like and we're having conversation. You know what I mean? So there's no time to pull it to the side or nothing like Mm. that. So he's texting her the plan. And as soon as he presses send on the plan, she passes me her phone to show me something because we're Mm. all like chilling. Like we're all having conversation. Perfect timing. As soon as the phone goes into my hand, the message comes up across the top. And perfect time. Read it. And I couldn't read all of it, but it said something like you were with me concert. And then I couldn't see, I couldn't see anymore because the phone, he violently snatches the phone out of my hand. Like the, he couldn't have been any more obvious. He couldn't have been any more obvious 
with him freaking snatching the phone out of my hand. And at that point, I'm like, really, bro? Like, really? You're going to like, what? And then she look, finally looks in her phone and looks at the text. And then she tries to, then after the fact, after this has already been exposed, basically, because you just tried to cover it and you were so bad. She's still going to try to be like, oh, I was so fucked up last night at the concert. Girl, <laughs> if you don't get the fuck up out of here. Uh, blood thicker than water. <laughs> <laughs> so I, that was just like the beginning of the end at that Yo. point. And then after that, like we were supposed to hang out and drink or something like that. And I ended up going with my other friends and, um, text him like some drunk sh- I don't even think it was that bad of drunk shit but like I just text him something and the next day he was like I can't do this I don't want to do this anymore so then we didn't really talk for a while and then like I don't know how much how much how much how long it was after the fact but he definitely was officially dating that girl from snap like 100% that's my girlfriend that's my screensaver on my phone like that's bae that's that's bae so I was just like wow Wow, that's crazy. Wow. But Bro, let's have a let's Which have a reaction full- is worse though? Oh, like no. what kind of reaction is worse? A Negrito violently pulling his phone out of like someone's hand to save <laughs> himself or just surrendering and right. just surrendering, right. being calm, being chill. And just accepting the fact that she fucked up. What about that? See, because he it's like a- you gave yourself up by doing that. There was literally no reason for you to violently snatch my the phone out of my hand, other than the fact that you, like mm. I saw that notification pop the fuck up, and you panicked. Mm. Like, get serious, bro. Get fucking serious so here's a full circle moment on this story just to like wrap this whole thing up recently like very recently John Doe has reached out in a way (laughs) like (laughs) reached out (laughs) like we we never really we didn't really fall out we just kind of were like whatever we were dead and I would still like occasionally get smoked out because I feel like that's the least you can do is get me high after being a negrito so like occasionally we would still smoke and then on one of those like off occasions where we're smoking he was being like kind of friendly we went to lunch and like you know we're having conversation and all this kind of stuff and then two days later I find out that he's not dating the girl anymore and I think he's really trying to circle back around like (laughs) I Mm. think he's trying to circle back around but the funny thing is is like there's no circling you know what I mean like we're like way off that you're trying to see about you again like can I take you (laughs) out tonight to the movies to the park i have you home Mm. (laughs) yes so let me know let me make your house a home Home, baby baby. (laughs) but listen john doe you're inexperienced okay you're definitely inexperienced to the to the player game because did you i just can't i can't couldn't have thought that that was even gonna be 
that that was even gonna work like i want to speak about oh go ahead sorry what i recall from the tender tale in the previous episode you see there was a part where i believe you went to a concert and sydney had a friend follow you so she can see you hugged up with another chick at the concert (laughs) all right just lottie dottie we likes to party chilling and then she came over to your place i asked about it and your cousin was there was it the cousin no she wasn't there somebody was there that seen the phone Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That scene the phone. I want to talk about the sloppiness, the sloppy play. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, so I had your cousin's phone, and you text her to tell her the plan, and I saw it, and you snatched the phone from me. Do you remember that? Oh, yeah, yeah. That shit was hilarious. It was the messiest cover-up of all time. So he texts his cousin, you were with me at the concert blah 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 and i saw the shit because i had her phone she handed me her phone right at that moment to show me some shit and then the shit popped up and jd literally saw his text message sending through the air and tried to intercept it and snatch the phone from me it was horrible right horrible and obvious now what made you (laughs) jump up and do that. That'd be hard. It probably made like hella sense at the time. It made you hella. Some things you were like, in your mind, you're like, yep, this is it. Yeah. You just thought you was gonna get away. Like, this is the fucking golden ticket right here. <laughs> I'll this just snatch key. it before she sees. Logically. And you know when you're high, the action be a little delayed. delayed. So he probably thought. Not only delayed, but also the most logical shit you've ever heard at the time. It might be delayed, but then as soon as it needs to happen, it's like, (laughs) it's like a split second thing. But yeah, that was definitely the beginning of the end. It was funny. And yeah, it was funny. I don't know what that says about him as a Leo, but did your ex ever do anything crazy to cover up a lie? I mean, I'm sure. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> but it says that some of their characteristics is lying, okay? Dogmatic. True. Tricksters. <laughs> You're a trickster. They can't help it. They're popular. A lot of people want to hang with them. I'm a man of the cloth. I'm a priest now. He's a man of the cloth now, he I'm says. A pastor. a pastor. A pastor. You see. Yeah. More lies. That's the thing. You know, I got certified online to be a pastor. Did you get certified to be an ordained minister or yeah, are you a pastor? I There's can, a difference. I can marry people. Okay, you're an you're ordained, an ordained minister. minister. Mm-hmm. So is Chris Jenner. He yeah, got an email here that says, Hey, Rev Joseph. <laughs> <laughs> That's ridiculous. They address me with my proper titles. <laughs> Yes. Did you want to tell your Tinder tale though? Like, I just got catfished, bro. I don't oh, know. got catfished. Yes. How Please bad die. though? How bad was the catfish? Was it really a completely different person, or she just looked different from her pictures? Oh no, she 
just knew what them filters was doing. Oh, she, she filtered it out. Whoa. Wow. At least it wasn't a completely different person. No, that would have been person. scary. Really crazy. It was, it was the same person, just really, really. He's got really the pictures. So how did you find out? Did you meet her? No, like she was just talking about it. she wanted to come over and smoke one day and me being me, anybody wants to roll up, I'm pretty you know, I have an open door policy. Yeah. And oh here she is. And um she was like, Hey imagine she lived a Mac away from where I live, like a cool forty five minutes. And she was like, I am be over your side of town. You wanna come smoke? I was like, Period, pull up, I'm over to the crib. So she pulls up I come downstairs and open the door. I almost closed the door. I was like, No. What? what? Whoa. What she asked He sat on the other. Just to set the scene, JD's living room is like a huge ass room. And like all of the pieces of furniture are against the wall. So it's like everything is spread out like very wide. So if he sat on the opposite side, like how I'm thinking he sat, he was feet away like yeah. mad feet away <laughs> from this girl mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> and if y'all are supposed to be smoking i had to when i took a picture of her i was far enough away room. i was far enough away that when i took a picture of her i had to zoom in the camera like, like his shit is far as fuck that and she drove 45 minutes to sit like 45 feet or more look, she like, looked way. like she had just rolled out of bed and that's not what you do when you go into a guy's house is 45 minutes away and that's what i feel like <laughs> but um, like, you okay, know, you show. look like you came forty-five minutes. So this is what was advertised. Okay. This is what had arrived. Wait, hold on. Let's see. She did not give a fuck when she came to the crib. Not a single <laughs> one. Okay. She didn't care what I thought at all. She. I want to see. Like, okay. Here's the pic that he saw online. You looking? Mm-hmm. Okay. I need to, like, zoom in so she can yeah, see. Yeah, so it's going to be hard to see. This is, like... <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like she didn't care at all. Yo, look at how smoking. Like, you gonna uh, look at the stance and like the position. She's like, home. <laughs> she really just came to wake and bake. <laughs> she she's like tired from that drive. <laughs> like, Yo, that is here. You go. That is od. Yeah, ladies, come on. Like, don't do them like that. <laughs> Don't do them like that on the first time. First impressions is everything. You get one chance to make a first impression. I promise that. I mean, obviously, no girl is going to be 100%. I mean, okay, there are girls that are yeah, like no, 100% don't all day, but yeah, like I don't every day. You be on your Sunday's best every time. Just, yeah, you know, but like. But some sort of a something. Come on. For the first time. Yeah. No. yeah. Wow. That is fucking hilarious. She came <laughs> so chill. <laughs> no fucks. Just no fucks. So you didn't see her again after that? I haven't texted her again after that. Wow. That's what's up. Alright, so anything else, my friendly friend? Nah. We straight. Well, let me get out of here. I got shit to do today. 
Or me too. Alright. Alright, later. Wait, nigga! Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was about to in the FaceTime. <laughs> I fucking hate you. <laughs> Alright. Thank you, JD, for being on the podcast today. Thank you so much. Please plug yourself. Please give us your Twitter handle. Um, I'm on Twitter, underscore, or no, Pacman, underscore, R-L-E-S. But definitely follow my artist, Trappin' Hardo. Trappin' Hardo. He's a rapper. Mm -hmm. Definitely follow Trappin' Hardo. He's... Um, has been doing a lot lately. I've seen. Yeah. It's good. Um, we got a show tonight. Matter of fact, out in Newcastle. I think it's gonna be strippers there. Sleep. Oh, um, no, that's not saying much. That's no, not is, saying much. This is Newcastle. This is a whole different degree of homicide. Oh, Newcastle. Oh, wow. Shit is different. Okay. Like, trash. Like, oh. Getting, <laughs> like you never seen poor like this. This oh. is different. <laughs> Okay, I don't need to go there, so. I don't think I do either. I met Casey via Tinder, or at least that's what I thought. It was one of those days where I received a follower who liked at least 20 pics. Naturally, I clicked on his name to see who the fuck went in. To my surprise, he was a cute white boy with urban swag. When I saw his pics, I figured he may have been a guy from Tinder that I quickly swiped left on. But after an exchange over DMs, I found out he was not from Tinder. <laughs> it goes down in so, the DMs. It goes right, down, hey, it goes down hey, in the DMs. Hey. So guys, basically this is not a Tinder tale. Right, this um, sounds like an IG tale. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> so after giving him my number, we text for a while. I guess I was so open to giving him my number because I was new to San Diego and wanted to meet new people. He offered to show me around, but that never happened. After a week, our relationship took a sexual turn. I was with it because he was cute and I could use the release. Wait, wait, wait. You said after a week? Yes. Okay, so they wasn't wasting no time. All right, cool. Not at all. After a week, our relationship took a sexual turn. <laughs> I was with it because he was cute and I could use the release. Explicit sexting ensued. He would send me dick pics and videos of him masturbating, and I would send him sexy pics and videos of me sucking my fingers to get him going. <laughs> Oh, wait, wait a minute. Okay, hold up. <laughs> Carla. Carla, what what have you sent us today? All right, go on, go on. Oh, oh my, my gosh. gosh. Yo, oh my I just gosh. lost my place. <laughs> okay. It was something about him that had me open. For once, I found someone I was only physically attracted to, so I didn't have to worry about what he thought about me. Oh, so she was like, all right, you know right. what? I don't really see it for you personality-wise. Right. <laughs> so really, I'm about to she bust it like, open with no care in the world. Right. You don't know me. I don't know you. I'm new to town. Like, right. fuck this shit. <laughs> she said, I could get loose. <laughs> this girl said, I could get loose. <laughs> all right, go. <laughs> she goes... Our first date was him picking me up on a Friday night and taking me to a city overlook where we fucked in the backseat of his car. <laughs> Let me just say. 
first date, bruh. This is <laughs> this is a true Tinder. This is a true. This is, this is right. the true purpose of Tinder right here. Right, and it's a fucking IG tale. How is that? That's so funny. <laughs> okay. So are they on the overlook and in the back taking seat? me right where we fucked in the back seat of his car? Let me just say that that was the best head I'd ever given. <laughs> so much so that after our first date, Casey started texting me every day on some freak shit. He wanted to sext all the time, but it's not every day I feel like doing all that. Right. It got to the point where using him to fulfill my desires wasn't even enough. And I had to tell him that straight up. But he wasn't trying to hear me. We oh my don't God. talk. You made Casey fall in love. <laughs> you right, had right. Casey really that. ready for He looking love for that. Now. He looking for the head again. That's really what this sounds like. But right. we don't talk like that anymore. And that's only because I choose not to respond to his texts. Every so often, I'll receive texts like, hey, can I see you? How are you? I want you. And most times I'll respond to iMessage by tapping the report drunk tab. But <laughs> the other times you might find me in his inbox because women have needs too, right? Lola had a lot on her mind one night and decided to let us know. But this is going to refer back to the blog post from GL Lambert. Yeah. Yeah. So this is a this is on that blog based on that blog post. And she says, Lola writes. So I'm going to tell two stories kind of off that blog post. Excuse the incorrect grammar. I'm writing on my iPhone in the airport and just had two glasses of wine. So I'm in my feelings to say the least. But the first guy, and possibly second, I fell in love with. She just delves right into this, guys. The first guy, and possibly second, I fell in love with was the best friend from childhood. I'll spare you most of the details, but long story short, he ended up taking my virginity, and your girl was smitten. And he was also a Gemini, and... Lola is a Libra. So that nigga had great dick, charming, but would switch it up on you so quick. I thought we were in love. I knew he was doing his own thing, but based on his words and actions and time spent, I really thought I changed this man. We basically lived together and literally spent the entire tenure of the situationship with one another. Even though I knew who he was as a man, because we were friends so long, he just loved women and wasn't shit. To put that in parentheses. <laughs> I always thought he respected me and my feelings way more than he actually did. He knew I was a virgin and knew I was waiting on the right one. I thought he was the right one. We would talk about our plans for the future, make five-year plans, plan trips around the world. We were in college, so I should have known some of this just wasn't going to happen. <laughs> I always saw his potential and his growth, even when he didn't. I tried to push him to always be better. He put me on game, looked out for me always, and always made sure... I was good, etc. But in hindsight, maybe that's actually what I did for him. Now being a little older and slightly more experienced, I just realized that while he was there for me physically, in reality, he was never there for me emotionally. I loved him because I just love hard. I loved his family. I loved his bad boy ways. I loved his ancient antics. I loved his thrill-seeking nature just to do dumb shit and the want to get in trouble with the law and completely build this false bad boy lifestyle he wasn't born into. <laughs> That's not a positive. <laughs> I just loved him. Point blank. But 
Also in that love, I never had a man break me so damn much. Trying to be the cool girl, cooking, cleaning, and just being all around fun and spontaneous and quote unquote down. Similar to what GL Lambert said. I refused to pay attention and understand the signs he was giving me within that whole situation. This continued for a while and before I knew it, he never wifed me and ended up getting a whole other girlfriend and tried to get she and I to become friends. Parentheses, what the fuck kind of nigga shit? He thought he was Stevie J. (laughs) He apologized once in the sorriest of ways and never asked truly how I felt or even tried to understand what he really did to me as a woman. And how could I expect him to understand when I didn't even understand? I let him do that to me. I went and lived some life and traveled the world Oop, bloop, and got quite educated in all facets of life and kept it moving. But myself back up, recognized my worth and vowed never ever to let another man do what he did to me. I'm sure we all go through that. I was in college, but I'll stay single before I ever let someone hurt me in that way. These aren't repressed memories. I just have to set the scene. She said that at the end. I just have to who saw on that one because she covered a lot of terrain and your girl found every similarity from that blog post and pulled it out of that guy and just boom, 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 boom. It is what it is. Yep. You gotta see it. Yeah. Sometimes it's after the fact, but... It'd be taking time, though, like, mad time. You come back stronger for the next... Right. I have a story to tell. Somebody told me this recently, and I thought it was pretty funny. The girl's name is Katie, and I wouldn't describe her as a shy person, but she's more reserved, you know what I mean? She has to be comfortable around you before she can really open up. So I guess she was putting herself out there and, like, being on Tinder and all that kind of stuff stuff and so she matched with this guy I guess wherever she was living at the time he lived like two hours away no this wasn't tinder it was soul swipe (laughs) and she said that the search radius was really big or whatever so wherever she was living he lived two hours away and they were talking everything was going good they were talking all the time texting all the time like talking to each other on the phone for like a few weeks and he kept on saying come out here whatever and she'd be like oh I think we should get to know each other a little bit more before I drive all this distance blah 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 so they had made plans to get together a week from whenever the incident happened so she was gonna go there and spend the whole weekend there and all this because it just worked better for her schedule and then she said that she was talking to the guy one day and then he was like just come here tonight and mind you she you know is a working person works until five has to be to work early in the morning so she's thinking you know if I get off at five I have to go home and get my bag freaking get on the road for two hours get there get some sleep at some point and then leave by like 4 30 in the morning so I can get home and get ready to go to work or whatever and so he was like well yeah I mean it sounds like you have it all planned out so just come on let's do it so she does it 
because girls just be doing whatever sometimes. And she gets there and he had been playing basketball or something. So she waited in his driveway for like a half an hour. When she had just driven two hours, she got there and he wasn't even there after he like promised her that he would be there. So she was pissed about that. Then she says that she just felt like it was low-key a setup. He got home, got into the shower and then got out, kept his shirt off and all this. And they had sex and she said that it was okay, but not really that great. (laughs) But she feels like he just basically hit her up to come out there for a booty call. Like she fell into the trap. She fell into the trap. And that's the same thing I said. I was like, oh, well, that was the setup. You're right. Like, <laughs> that was the ultimate setup. Like, yeah. And you fell hook, line, and sinker. And then after that, he didn't talk to her anymore. Ooh. Or I think maybe she, like, didn't really reach out to him when she first got back because she was kind of just not really into how the whole thing happened. But then he never tried to follow up. Follow up, right? So. Well, damn. And I just, you know, I really do feel like it happens to the best of them. Some girls can just be a little too trusting. But then after that, you're like, you know what? I'm never going to do again. I'm never going to do that again because I was dumb. Mm -hmm. And I should not have driven two hours to see a fuck boy for the first time on a weeknight. Work. On a damn school night. Oh, yeah. Live and learn, baby. Live and learn. So, like, I went out with this guy when I first moved here. We met at, um, what's that place called? Dave and Buster's. Mm-hmm. We met there for a drink. He was not the usual guy I'd go for. Pretty dude. <laughs> and just real not my type. So, that was pretty much it. But... Bruh, I swear I see this nigga on the train now. And if he don't look like the gayest dude I've ever seen. Are you serious? I'm so serious. I'm like, who? You didn't notice that, but it didn't feel like that before. No. I guess I didn't get to see him standing up or in action. It was just really like face because he was seated. Right. After the drink, I kind of was like, all right, I'm out. So. Yeah. yeah, So then. I see him on the metro now when I'm on my way to work. Or I feel like that's him because it looks exactly like the guy. It probably is, bro. You look like. Mad gay. (laughs) (laughs) You look like... His fucking polo is tucked in. Are his pants tight? Pants tight. Ass fat. Plump. Ass fat. Plump. Right. Ready for the taking. That's crazy. But obviously something wasn't right because after that drink, I was like, all right, I got to meet my friend that I didn't have. Your friend, a.k.a. Netflix. Where's up? Yeah, I mean, I've done the phone chat thing. Y'all remember like live links and stuff. I've done that before. I've met people on that. I've met people on uh, Moco Space. Um, What's that? What's Moco Space? I'm sharing my age right now, but... um. <laughs> no, nah, like, I've done POF. I've never done Tinder, but everything was just sexual, you know. It wasn't to meet nobody yeah. for real, for real. It's just, you know, let's meet, let's do our thing, and um, let's on to the next. He was not ready for me. That's why I made him wait. <laughs> that is so interesting. I never heard of Moco Space. <laughs> I never heard I of it I have to Google that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Plenty oh. of fish. Oh, yeah, there's a lot of fishes there. Okay. Oh. <laughs> Okay, Cupid. Yeah, what can I say? 
Yeah. Yeah, it's happened, you know? It's happened. I have to briefly update just on my Tinder since we're just going to do Tinder Tales right now. Yeah. Even though we didn't even sing. Tinder, Tinder, Tinder. Tinder Tales. So, did I mention, I mentioned last week that I had like swiped because our listener was telling us how she was living life. Right. So I was swiping and I happened to match with a very handsome man, like a very handsome guy, like very unexpected. You guys both swipe right? I, I, I was so like, wait, which one is swipe right? Does that mean accept? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. Um, yeah, and he had super liked me. That's awesome. He had super liked me. Oh, so, I was so like, it sense. Oh, he about uh-huh. to he about to hit me up right away. That's what my mindset was. So I'm like, okay, cool. <laughs> he didn't hit me up, right? Shane was like, we'll just hit him first. Like, it's no big right. deal. It's just it's just Tinder, yeah. you know? No big deal. So I hit him first with a little joke. No response. He didn't respond to my joke in, in for like right. hours. Tell and him then the hours joke. later. Tell him the joke. So in his bio, he had a typo mm-hmm. that Shayna actually pointed out. I hadn't even noticed it. He had a typo. <laughs> so I just messaged him and I was like, hey, you have a typo in your bio. <laughs> LOL. Aw, <laughs> uh, dang. And so, but like, but like to me, That's that would be funny. Like, That's not funny. <laughs> That's yeah, not funny, Pat. Nah. So you wouldn't, have, you wouldn't have responded to that then? I would have probably left you in the message. <laughs> Coming from a guy. Yeah, here right we go. There. Hit us up, guys. Oh, tell us so, what you think. Yeah, tell us what. Right. I, I super liked you accidentally. I, I, thought, oh, I thought it would be. That's vicious. I thought it was more, you know, like, ha ha. Kind of like a joke. Yeah, like cute, joke. like, hey, what's up, yeah, funny. Right. You know, like, yeah, that's so cute and funny. But there you go, see? It, but it depends on his personality type. Some people right, get it, so, okay. some people... He yeah. didn't respond, but then, like, maybe 12 hours later, he responded, and he was like, LMAO, oh. hey, what's up? How's your week going? Or whatever. <laughs> so I'm like, oh, okay, cool. We still in there. Like, right, 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 I responded back. I responded back, and I was like, oh, I'm glad you laughed. Didn't know if you would be able to sense the humor. That's what I responded. No response, right? No response for like hours and hours and hours. Clearly no. he doesn't pay attention to So things. I tell Shane, I'm like, I don't know what's going on. Am I tripping or not? And she was just like, just respond. Because he had asked me, how was my week? So she was like, just respond back to the question. So I responded, no response. And then finally, this was on the 6th that happened. What, what day was Three that? Thursday? Ago. Yeah, long time ago. So then on the 8th, he responded back and was like, hey, beautiful, how's your weekend going? What have you been up to? Also, I don't use Tinder often. Could you hit me? And then he says number. So I'm like, fair enough. Yeah, which is what Fine. I said. It sounded like didn't use Tinder. He doesn't go in there. Right. right. So I text the number. No response. <laughs> no response. I text the number yesterday. Yo, we no will call this story no response. <laughs> no response. What the fuck? No response. No response. Like, is that the, is that not like the strangest thing? From the nah, from nah. the dude from the dude who super like okay. From the dude who super liked me, who was like dumb handsome, and I'm just like, wait, what the fuck is this? Nah, nah, he's busy, man. That's all it is. He just he's making money right now. Don't worry, it's all good. He responded to you, so it's not technically no response. He's just busy. Give him some time. How much time though? Like, when, <laughs> yeah, like how much time? when you got your phone right. 
and you when you have your phone in your hand mm -hmm. at all times your phone is never far from your face i just feel like if a guy really likes you he'll make the time i went out with someone from the league on friday finally for the culture hey! yes! <laughs> we do what we can yes yes and it was actually a good date oh my god yes this is like very unexpected news that i'm happy to hear yeah it wasn't with the leo who canceled for the tea mm -hmm. it was with another match that i had what shall we call him Hmm. Guys, this is news to me, this whole thing, so I'm experiencing it just as you are. I don't know anything about this. Word. But anyway, we'll just say, we'll just say A. A? Could A work? Mm, I don't like <laughs> Okay, that Pretty Little Liars face ass, like. <laughs> I was definitely thinking Pretty Little Liars, like, damn, I, maybe not. Um. Yeah, just call him fucking Peter, who cares? <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we gonna call this nigga Peter. Yeah, so anyway, met up with him at the Hudson Friday night for a drink. He rides. He rides? He rides, rides what? A motorcycle. I thought oh, when you say he bitch, rides like that's that. not no damn lingo. I don't fuck with people who ride motorcycles. I feel like that's I a dangerous hobby. Like, <laughs> get the fuck out of here. I don't know y'all lingo. I know, lingo. but I'm like, I thought that that term I'm like, very... he rides what? He rides... Yo ass the rides the bus like oh, <laughs> okay rides. so he rides a motorcycle okay yeah so we showed up around the same time uh i wonder if i should give the backstory on the way the conversation started on the league i kind of feel like you should because i don't know anything about this guy <laughs> all right fine so we match on the league and i reach out and i say hey and he says, hey, and then after that, we didn't speak. I don't know if you know, but with the league, you have a certain amount of days to respond before it expires. So sometimes you say, hey, to lock it in or spark a conversation or just say something just to like extend the time. Yeah. So that's what happened there. And then we didn't really chat much after saying, hey, and then the next time he hits me up and he's like, he has a real question for me and hits me with the pickup line. I don't know if it's a pickup line, but that's what I'm gonna call it. Cause whatever, mm -hmm. when is the last time? Honest question. A man not here in real life told you you were beautiful. I was like, earlier today, if we're being honest. <laughs> <laughs> Bitch. He goes, LOL, I see. So you are, but that wasn't my point. It's crazy how that works for ladies. Do you feel generally that you have your pick in guys? And I was like, what do you mean by that? I need more. Then he goes, I guess I'm saying for pretty ladies, you all have no shortage of compliments. It's crazy to think what it must be like to be physically affirmed damn near every day. I was like, well, they say beauty is in the eye of the beholder. So everyone can't be thinking the same thing, right? Like That's cute. That's a cute response. You know, I'm humble. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up, Cindy. So anyway, I was like... <laughs> Anyway, so we have a conversation about that, and then we don't speak for a bit. Then I think he hits me up maybe a week later, like, what do pretty girls do on a Friday night or Saturday? To which I never got around to responding to. <laughs> so I reached out a week later, initiating, because, yeah. 
we're doing new things in 2017, right? Yes. So I, we're taking I, the lead. So I say, you know, we should go out for a drink sometime. And that's how the plans get put into motion. And then he gives a suggestion on where we should meet. And when we get there, he's like, thanks for coming out tonight, which I found very funny because I thought I was the one who initiated it. But I mean, if you want to switch it around, fine. That's cool. We had good conversation. He definitely put me in my place for a second because as it happens, he's from LA. So he's a native from Compton, now lives in West Hollywood. And he was telling me, basically, I know you're not from here because your profile says you're from central LA and there is no central LA. And I was like, <laughs> what do you mean? The only reason why I'm saying, what does he mean? Because when you put it in maps, it'll say central LA. You know, this is not my city. I don't know. I don't know. I didn't, I didn't look into it. He was like trying to like make it a learning experience. So of course my mind starts thinking, what is this nigga sign? Cause like he is just ever the conversationalist. And yeah. Like, just try, but then also teaching moments. I'm like, who is this dude? Like, what is his sign? We eventually get on the topic of me having a podcast. And I was like, there is a section called Tinder Tales. And he was like, okay, so you're going to talk about this date then. And I was like, well, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I am, but I was basically like, if you're telling me right now you don't want me to talk about it, then I'll respect that. He was like, no. He was like, it's cool. Like, you could. I don't mind. So after that, he said, can I ask you an honest question? Are you on this date right now for content? Oh, my God. I was like yeah like i was like 50 so oh shayna you are <laughs> savage man yeah let me finish let me that finish is such a savage. That's so savage. he was like all right oh he shit. was like be honest are you on this day for content i was like half and half though because actually like i said well, I don't know if I've said, when I saw his profile, he is a handsome guy. Mm-hmm. So it was mm-hmm. like, you know. <laughs> so, so it was just like, if this date goes to the fucking wayside, if it goes down, then hell yeah, I'm here for her content. All yeah. content. It's a, it's, we're know. really just trying to make it a win-win for you, basically. Right. If it's a win-win, hey, why not? But I was right. definitely like, in it for the content, in it for the culture. Right. But also, this is cool because at least being in it for the culture allows me to have some sort of, you know, pleasure to the eye, like just mm. taking it all in. But you um, better have some pleasure to your eyes. You feel me? So, yeah, we spoke about that. And then I told him, you know, it was based on astrology and like a lot of dudes, not really into it, but respects anybody else who's into it and stuff. He was like, if it matters to you, I'll give you three tries. So yes, my sign. I go for it. Leo, Scorpio, and Gemini. Because the confidence or just like being Mm -hmm. very out there, wanting to be social, talk, whatever. I was wrong. All wrong. But I really do not doubt that somewhere in his little chart. Was something of that? He has one of those in there. What's his sign? He's a Libra. Oh. So. Libras just have is... a special place in my heart just forever. Aw. Yeah. It's a little warm spot for the Libras. Right. 
<laughs> so yeah, knowing that, that was really funny because I mean, we were vibing. It was pretty chill, but I was like, that would explain why it was like a cool setting because I know my Libras. So mm-hmm. he also tried it. He Damn. tried it towards the end of the night. He mentioned wanting to go dancing next, mm-hmm. right? But then somehow, I don't know how we go from dancing to you. It's like, oh, see where this address is. And when I looked up the address in Google Maps and I did a street view, it was a residential area. It didn't really look like. There was any place to go dance It didn't at. look like a club. Yeah. yeah. No nightclub. <laughs> he, is dancing code for like dancing in the bed? Like, no, what? I thought the code. What's the code for that? I thought it was um coffee. You know, want to go grab coffee. But anywho. Oh, I didn't even know that was easy. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Not that anyone's ever used that code on me. Maybe I just need to stop watching fucking TV. But yeah, we right. basically, I thought we were going dancing. And I was like, this doesn't look like a club area. And he was like, because it's not. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, not clubs, not no clubs around here. I don't know. I curved that situation. You declined. I declined, and Mm -hmm. after that, we continued to stay at the place that we were at, and then we went our separate ways after. But it was a good date, except for that part of the trying. But you guys will try it. Yeah, just to see. The only time I ever got tried on a Tinder date was when the nigga like texted me after. Like, right after I got back to my house, he, like, texted me and was like, oh, you're trying to, like, watch a movie at my place and chill. Right. He hit me with the you seem like a no-nonsense type of girl. I'm like, yeah, you still tried me, you know? And it was cool because it wasn't like he tried me and I, like, just didn't say anything about it. He actually was like, you know, what are you thinking right now? I was like, that you tried it. Uh. That you tried it. And he was like, I know that that's what you're thinking. Hit me with the line of... I'm not really trying to do anything. I just want to chill and cuddle and... Stop. No, that's all right. Right. I'm good. I'm good where I am, you know. And um, thank you for drinks. And uh, yeah. So... That's that. That's that's the way that one went. <laughs> At least it was a nice date. It was. It was. I didn't really see the story ending like that exactly, but I'm glad that you had a nice date overall. Yeah, me too. And what's also interesting is that we did not exchange numbers. We just communicate through <laughs> the app. So. Yeah, you won't be exchanging numbers, I'm sure. We were drunk and we got into the Uber to come back to my house and the Uber driver, when I tell you this nigga looked like he just came from the club, like just stepped out the club and like came to pick us up. I opened the door and you know me, like the filter is hardly there anyway. Even if I wasn't drunk, I probably still would have said something. But I was like, oh, hell no. Like I'm in the street. I'm in the middle of the street opening the door, the front door. And I'm like, oh, hell no. This nigga, this nigga got on his club outfit. Where the hell you come from? I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, first him about these, about his outfit. He had on like some chains, like a brand new white tee, a hat that was put on backwards some little like jeans and um I forget what kind of sneakers he was but I remember looking over and they were like looking I think they might have been forces and they were just like white as hell so I'm like this nigga came from the club right and he's playing Jay-Z so I'm like 
this is about to be a wild Uber. I already knew from that moment. So he's like, chill, baby, like, chill, calm down, get in the car, get in the car, like, simmer down. No, I'm not coming from the club. Like, he's trying to calm me down, right? I'm just kicking it up. My friend's in the back, like, laughing. I'm in the front seat. So we start driving. This nigga's playing the Jay-Z. We're riding a little bit. And he, he thinks he knows where he's going, but he's going the wrong way. So I'm, like, directing him. And he's, like, grinning all hard and shit. Then, all of a sudden, he just starts choosing. Like, he just starts spitting game. I guess he felt like I was being I was being friendly enough that he could just, like, shoot his shot, even though he was my Uber driver. But, like, <laughs> he definitely was, like, shooting his shot or whatever. And my friends are all laughing in the back because I'm like, all right, we're about to stop at this Wendy's, right? We pull up to the Wendy's. At this point, I'm still, like, ducking and dodging what he's saying. Like, I'm changing the subject. I'm changing the song. Like, I'm doing things. But we get into the Wendy's, and the line is long as fuck. Like, it's a long-ass line. So we waiting online, waiting online, and he's just spitting his game hard, like, we get up to the thing to order. I'm like, I put in all, me and my friend's orders. He didn't order nothing. I was like, yeah, well, my driver is going to pay for this, right? Because, you know, me, I give no fucks. He's, he's choosing, like, come on. You can buy me. You can buy my snack. So um, he's like, nah, like, nah, I'm not about to buy your stuff. I'm not going to do that. And my friend in the back, and Ketchy, is like, why the fuck? See, this is what the problem with niggas. You want to talk game. You want to whoop de woo but you don't want to, you know, put your money where your mouth is. And he was like, no, like, I want to take her out on a date. I'll take her anywhere she want to go. He started naming these five-star restaurants, one of which I, I do personally enjoy, which I didn't think that he would be up on. So I was like, hmm, how do you know about that place is what I really was thinking. Um, so, yeah, he's, like, trying to flex, like, be like, I'm going to take her out, but I'm not about to just, like, buy her food, like, right here when we just met. So we let it go. Keep talking. In the, we're waiting in this line for, like, 15, 20 minutes, like, just talking, cracking jokes, all that shit. Get it to the counter homeboy pulls out some uh some bands like pulls out like two wads uh like not wads but you know rolled bank rolls or whatever like one of twenties and one of hundreds and I'm looking over mind you I'm in the front seat I'm turning to the back like getting money from my friends and then I see that out of my peripheral and I'm thinking in my head like I'm not buying my food. Like, <laughs> you got me fucked up. So, um, I just sit back in my seat. I have the money in my hand, but I just sit back down in my seat. And then he orders something for himself, and he goes to hand the money. And then he was just like, oh, I got it. Like, it's it's straight. And I'm like, yeah. Like, I was just thinking in my head, like, yeah, we know. <laughs> like, <laughs> and then he, then he would be like, I was always going to pay. I just didn't like how you just tried to, like, check me and tell me that I was going to do it. Dun, dun, dun. Long story short, he drops us back at uh, my friend's car or whatever. So my friend is texting me whole time, like, get his number, get his, give him your number, give him your number, <laughs> like, see what's up with him. Dun, 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 dun. And mind you, he's not really my type per se. I'm not describe it. Like, he's all right, I guess. He's all right. So... I'm, like, sitting in the car because he had already asked for my number, like, maybe two, maybe three times. And I told him no each time. But I'm thinking, like, if he asks me again, I will get it. But whenever 
I'm about to get out of the car. My friends start getting out, and I'm just sitting there looking at him, and he's looking at me, right? And we're both grinning really, really hard. And I was just like, so, what's up? And then he was like, let me get your number. <laughs> and so I gave it to him. Which brings me to the what you doing ass niggas, right? So, mind you, in the car, he was talking all that shit like, yeah, you know, um... I'm going to take you here. We're going to go here. Duh, duh, duh. Whenever I talked to him over the weekend, he was like, yeah, you know, I know you're going out of town, but when you get back, we going to do woo. And I'm thinking like, yeah, I won't see you until then. Like until we're about to do this thing. T- texting him yesterday and he's like, oh, you know, what are you doing? <laughs> and I was like, I'm cooking. Told him what I made. And then he was like, oh, you didn't invite me? And I'm like, no we're going on a date like don't don't do that like you expect me to invite you over when we already made plans to go on a date nah it doesn't work like that we're going on a date right you got me fucked up you know we thought it was a wrap for the pet guy oh yeah how did it go he actually ended up never going to the opening of the pet facility. Oh, okay. Since I, I mean, obviously, not since I didn't go, so let me not even gas it and say that. But <laughs> <laughs> he ended up not going, and yeah, he then he said, you know, headed out tonight, though, like, to let me know he was going out that night. But I actually didn't respond, so we didn't meet up that time. We're still in contact. That's the point. Like the point. Okay. Is, well, that wasn't as big of a heartbreaker as I thought it was gonna be. Yeah, he invited me to like go see a band the other day. Yeah, get out of your so. comfort zone, Shana. Totally. <laughs> go see a band. <laughs> yeah, shut the fuck up. <laughs> totally.